Hey, it's Lynn Brown. I'm a speaker, trainer, and coach with the John Maxwell team. And after spending the first half of my life people-pleasing and in my spare time trapped by the opinions of others, I finally drew a line in the sand and I took one step in the direction of my dream. That one step led to another and another. I am committed to becoming more, doing more, and having more. I would imagine that you're listening to this podcast today, maybe because you, like me, have a desire for more. You know, oftentimes people ask, now, how did you start over? How did you begin again? Like, what changed? Or they simply say, you know, I don't even know how to start. But honestly, y'all, most of the time, it's not that we don't know. It's that we don't do or we won't go. We won't go ahead and share our dream with someone or invest in personal growth or buy the book. Or maybe we buy the book, we don't read the book. Or we read the book and don't apply the book. Or we don't join the gym. Or we don't get into the relationship we need to or get out of the relationship that we need to. We don't know what we don't know. We can't give what we don't have. Sometimes we're just too close to it. I'm sure you've all heard that phrase, you know, you can't see the forest for the trees. Or as Les Brown says, you can't see the picture when you are in the frame. I can remember as a little girl, I was around five, four or five, standing in front of my closet door mirror. I had on my acrylic dress-up shoes. And I was saying, mirror, mirror on the wall, who's the fairest of them all? And then I would scream to the top of my lungs, I am. Now, I wish I could tell you that that belief was reality, but nothing was farther from the truth. And who knows the day and time that I began to feel less than when I began to feel not enough. I honestly don't don't remember, but I do remember the math class. I actually remember where I was seating, where I was sitting that day. And my limiting beliefs were confirmed. From that day forward, the reflection I saw in the mirror was not based on truth. Now, before you, you know, <laughs> began to feel sorry for me or think that I was raised in a bad situation, I was not. I was raised I was raised in a church, a loving family, and I love Jesus. But sitting in a church did not change my belief, just like sitting in a garage does not make me a car. And so my my image was distorted. I mean, I was looking in a messy mirror. I had I had really grown to believe that the voices of those well-meaning people and the, the classmates, the friends, some of them had confirmed my greatest fears. And, and in that eighth grade math class, it all came out. I had made a zero on a math test. <laughs> no, I'm not proud, but I did. I made a zero and I didn't even get caught cheating. I mean, that was just my, my best effort. <laughs> the class found out about it. And of course, the comments were relentless. The limited belief had become my truth. I didn't know that that oftentimes people that reject us, they do so really out of their own rejection and unbelief in themselves. So they, they tear us down to build themselves up. I had always heard, you know, you are created in the image of your creator. But when I looked in the mirror, 
I saw the reflection of what I thought he had created, which was a mess. The way you see yourself can can actually form a self-image of you totally different from your true identity. And y'all, I believe the lie. There was so much noise and negative self-talk in my mind. That, and it, it is a true, true point that we very seldom think highly of ourselves. Why would we ever choose to accept to see ourselves through the eyes of an enemy? And when that happens, how can we even begin to change our thoughts? How can we quiet the self-talk? I'll never forget one night in my college dorm. It was about midnight and the halls were filled with chatter. And I was trying to sleep. I bolted out of that bed, stormed in that hall, and screamed to the top of my lungs, Shut the hell up! And, I mean, everybody scattered. There was no more chatter. There was silence. But I find it interesting that it took me four decades, literally four, (laughs) to shut the voices up in my head. And yes, I can look back and say, oh, I wish it had happened sooner. But you know what? I'm not looking back because I'm not going back. It was so easy for me as a child to believe in the elves and the jolly round guy that brought us toys. And to even know, you know, when we were, he wouldn't even know when we were sleeping or awake. And then on Easter morning, you know, there were always those eggs hidden in our front yard and baskets of jelly beans and malted robin eggs and that plastic green Easter grass. That got all over the floor. And in addition to believing all that, I honestly believed that I was dumb and stupid. I mean, for a long time. (laughs) A very long time. I even chose my degree in college, my major, because I only had to take one math class. It was called Mickey Mouse Math. (laughs) So what about you? Who holds your mirror? This is what I know now. Those people that that spoke those words over my life were operating at their best. They did not create me. Therefore, they don't hold my mirror. But I was allowing them to hold my mirror. My purpose in this life is to reflect my maker. Every day, you know, I, I run into someone, cross the path of someone, and I, and I do my very best to encourage them. And oftentimes I know that they were just those moments, those d- divine moments. But guess what? Someone's waiting on you too. And maybe their mirror is messy. And you could be the one. You could be the one that could be the hope that they need in their life. You could be the one that that reflects joy and truth in in your reflection. So how do you see yourself? Do you see yourself small? Or do you see yourself big? I love that uh, story in the Bible. I believe it's in Nehemiah. I'm, I'm not real real great with knowing exactly where all the scriptures are, but you know, they, they were going in to possess the land and, and, and two people, you know, came back and just said, wow, it's so awesome. You know, there's so much 
there, milk and honey, and it's just, there's so much opportunity. And, you know, then the rest of the crew came back and said, it's filled with giants. So the reality of it is we are all going to face giants, either on the outside or the inside of us. So many people, you know, ask me, you know, how, how can, how, how can I experience joy and, and how can I experience? you know, experience peace, world peace, and, you know, what can we do to make the world better? Well, honestly, world peace starts with inner peace. And for me to begin to to experience joy and, you know, fullness of joy and to walk into my purpose, I had to rip my mask off. I had to, I had to put down the mirror that I'd held for so long and begin to see myself as I was created to be. I don't know what it would be for you. But when I finally stood up, it's kind of like the night in the dorm when I stood up and went out and, and just said, shut up. You know, but I was taking action. There was no more feeling pitiful. And I became I became powerful. Now, I want you to really hear me on this. I don't I don't ever want to be seen as, oh, she's so churchy or, She's so, you know, self-righteous or religious. I never I never want to be seen like that. On the other hand, I don't want to be seen as worldly either. But I want to live my life and reflect my maker because he is my mirror. When I began to believe the truth, everything changed. No longer living in fear of other people's opinions. No more people pleasing. I took a step in the direction of my purpose. And as I said, that one step led to another and another. And I'm on a journey that honestly, I used to only dream about. Being stuck, it stinks. And and trust me, I was I was there for a long time. And the truth is if if you could have already fixed your messy mirror, you would have. <laughs> Just spend some time thinking into this. Maybe just find some quiet time sometime, you know, after listening to this podcast or sometime, you know, in the remainder, you know, of your week or whatever. But just remember this, whatever the big thing is inside of you that you have to fight, you have something far greater inside of you. We all have giants in front of us or within us, but when we face them and slay them, it is then, is is at that very moment that we begin to walk in our purpose. So let me ask you that again. Who's holding your mirror? You know, oftentimes when I'm speaking or coaching or training, whatever, I'll hear the participants say, oh, yeah, 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 I've heard that before. I know, I know. A lot of times you get that answer. I know, I know. And there are a lot of well-educated people doing nothing. I guarantee you, there are a lot of, a lot of people, so much more well versed, you know, in the in the Bible than I am. But they're not necessarily producing the fruit in their life. It's just like the simple, you know, word and practice of gratitude. Everyone's heard of, you know, the, of gratitude and practicing gratitude and the benefits of it. 
not long ago, I issued a challenge, a 30-day challenge to a company I was consulting with for 30 days, and they were to shoot 12 paper balls in a trash can and document their growth. And not one of them consistently did it for 30 days straight in a row. And there was even a prize, a money prize for that, but not one. But once again, knowing something and doing it are two different things. The circumstances don't determine your results. And and taking action, that one thing, if you will take action, it will do more for your growth than wishing. And yes, yes, why we do what we do is important. I mean, the why behind everything is, is really the desire for the thing that we want in our life. And honestly, the how will come when your why is big enough. But before even the, the why comes, before the why comes the belief, whether borrowed belief or from within, trust me, I had to borrow my belief. And so if that's you, you know what? Borrow mine because, because I have it now. I don't say that to impress you, but to impress upon you that if I can go from where I was and, and begin this journey, then you can too. And, and maybe your faith even needs a refresh. We'll borrow that too, because I believe with all my heart, you are going to get to the other side and you're going to become more, you're going to do more and have more than you ever have in your life. Just take mine, borrow, my, borrow some of my belief. If I can come back from a bankruptcy, limiting beliefs, and enough shame and guilt to sink a fleet of aircraft carriers, you, my gritty women, can too. Now remember, most people see us from our past mistakes. So don't let those distorted images define you anymore. Take the next step. Who's holding your mirror? And if you want more and please contact me. You can send me an email at lynn, L-Y-N-N-E, at lynnbrown.net. You know, maybe you are ready to bet on yourself. You can join the Gritty Women Mindset Mentoring. Always remember that I do believe in you, and I look forward to being with you next time. Take care. Bye-bye.